Uniting the races with truth instead of dividing them with lies. We're also rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Good morning. Welcome to the show. I hope you had a, an amazing weekend. And all went well for you. You can get involved by calling 888-7753-773-888-77 Jesse. J-E-S-S-E. Jesse. We have all kinds of ways. All kinds of ways that you can watch and support the show. Listen on jessaleepeterson.com. jessaleepeterson.com. And you can uh, also listen to the show on your iPhone, iPads, or iPad anywhere in the world. While you're working out, laying by the beach, cooking breakfast, lunch, and dinner, wherever. You can listen to the show, right, by calling 641-793-1500-641-793-1500. That's anywhere. And don't forget to follow us. Hit the like button. Uh, ring the bell. On Rumble, we're also on rumble.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson and cozy.tv slash JLP. Cozy.tv slash JLP. Amazing. And by the way, we're not on YouTube today. They gave us a strike. Uh, They said that we did. We gave medical misinformation or something like that. So they don't like us this week. All right? They don't like us this week, and they're not going to play with us. What the? And amazing fellowship yesterday, by the way. Amazing fellowship. You can podcast the fellowship yesterday. By, uh, you can podcast, go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Rebuildingtheman.com slash church. So, uh, we'll get into yesterday biblical questions, I mean, last week biblical questions as we move forward this morning. We do have a, a brand new biblical question for you. And the brand new biblical question is, it's a doozy, folks. This is like bring it all home to me. Bring it all home to me. Yeah, yeah. Brand new biblical question. There is a secret place inside of you that does not feel pain and heartache. Where is that place. You didn't get it yet? Okay, I'll come back to it. I'll come back to it. He didn't he doesn't have it yet. Alright. Um so I wanna we'll come back to the I thought he had it already. I want to uh oh he had you have it you just need to refresh. Uh 
Okay, he has it. He refreshed. There is a secret place inside of you that does not feel pain and heartache. Where is that place? Really? You don't feel pain, fear, doubt, worry, any of those things. Where is that place? Isn't that an amazing question? Yes, Jesse. That is an amazing question. So we'll get to some of this talk that we had yesterday, but I want to deal with this first. Some of you know that America is being divided more and more and more and more every day. And what's amazing to me is that the people that are being used to divide the country don't see that they are being used. And they get involved with these things without even thinking about it. They're like robots. When it's time for a protest, the, the, the ones who are using them know the right word to just use to say, and they're out there picketing and protesting and yelling and screaming and tearing down buildings and setting fires and attacking and don't even know why, have no clue. And if you ask why, all they will ever do is just repeat what they have heard someone else said. They have no original idea of why they're doing it. They have no idea of why they're doing it. It's so amazing to see it. That's mind-blowing to me. I had no idea how unconscious human beings are to a point that you can get them to go and jump into the ocean and make them think that it was their reason for doing it. And, and, and the reason for that is because anyone, I don't care who it is, who has anger is unconscious. They just can't see. Really, they're blind. They're like animals, they're, as we talked about yesterday. They are living in an animal nature, a fallen nature. And they are, they are like animals in the way that they react and respond to life. And they don't know it. They just don't know it. They have no clue. And it's crazy to see it. I was looking, I was talking to someone first about, uh, we were on the phone talking, and we had a, a, a good conversation prior to hanging up. Kind of went about, it wasn't serious talk at all. And just before they got ready to hang up, they asked, and this person is black, and they asked, well, oh, let me ask you this. What do you think about what happened down in Memphis, Tennessee with the police and the black boy? I said, well, I don't think anything about it. I'm waiting to see. And they're like, you don't, they they the police officer beat that black man to death. They was going on about that. And you're saying you got to wait and see? I'm like, yeah, because, well, what about the camera? I said, well, you can't always believe what you see on the camera because I didn't see the beginning of the film, and I don't know what happened prior to the point that they showed it to us. So I said, the one good thing about it is that is that uh, they have been arrested, the police have been arrested, and now they're going to have a trial, and they will be judged by their peers, and we'll see how that goes, and whatever happens, we just have to accept it. And they had a hissy fit. They would not accept me saying, I don't know. I have no opinion. And And I was thought about that because I realized that when I watched the videos of the police officers and that black guy, the devil was talking to me in my, you know, in the imagination. 
try to de- uh, narrate, narrate or define what happened and what I was looking at. And if I had not known that, I would have thought that was me def- uh, uh, defining or narrating what I was looking at. And I realized the, the thoughts, which is the wicked aspect of human being, the thoughts are evil. And, and I realized that uh, it wasn't me, so I made no decision based on thoughts. All thoughts are all lies all the time about anything. So I made no decision. I just wait and see. But they could not handle that. They got upset because I wouldn't go along with the narrative that everyone else is, well, not almost everyone, not everyone. Everyone else, most people are going along with. And I said to this person, I said, well, at least uh, the, uh, the, blacks, the blacks can't use racism on this one because all the police officers were black and appeared. Oh, my God. They're like, I got to go. I got to go. I just, I got to go. Reacting like an animal. Instinct. All human beings with anger are in a fallen state, and they're acting like animals. They're on the same level as an animal. That's why they think the animals love them, and they think they love the animals. In the same manner, they think they love when they're dating or married. It's an animal state that they're in, and it's not real love, but it feels like and they think the feelings are their own. That's how this situation was. What happened, and I know what happened, in America where we have gotten away from, well, most Americans have gotten away from innocent until proven guilty. Innocent until proven good. Whatever happened to that, especially for the cops and white people. If the cops or, and or white people are involved in something with the blacks, and and now they're trying to force the Mexicans to be a part of the black mess, automatically the cops and the white people are guilty. No trial, guilty. And so, lo and behold... They're even trying to call this racism. Even though everybody involved with black. Have you gone to Memphis, Tennessee lately? Memphis, Tennessee, pretty much black, and especially the inner city parts of Memphis, and, 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 and pretty much controlled by blacks. And every crime, every wicked thing you can think of it's out of control in Memphis, Tennessee. And it's getting worse because when I, uh, when I first started doing what I do, I went to Memphis on several occasions for different, you know, to speak or do radio interviews, TV interviews. And they had to drive around the city because it was so violent then. That was like 30 years ago. It has gotten worse. And the more the blacks take over, the worse Memphis has gotten. But... It's interesting in that no one seemed to care about that. Where are the protests about that? Where are the protests about the black-on-black crime in Chicago? How come the blacks can get together and now being used by the Antifa people, whoever controls them? How come they can't go and do their little protests in Chicago and in the inner cities of Memphis and New York, where real crime is this? Oh, there's no money involved? Oh, okay, I hear you. No money involved in that. No dividing involved in that. So no fake power for anyone. And why don't the blacks see? At what point will it take? And I understand you can't see in a fallen state, but at one point when they say, you know what? How come I'm always out here protesting when it's a police and black or white and black, but not black and black? What's wrong with me? I keep falling for that. Why don't you question that? 
Oh, most people don't question because they love the hell that they live in. They love being blind. They love the misery. They love the mess. What a sad way to live, right? And I've told you over and over and over again that my country is not coming back because they are putting in the right people, the wrong people, wicked hearts, in the right places to prevent America from ever returning. They they have a black female as a so-called mayor of Memphis. And wherever mama, mama dwell, hell dwells. Hell will abound. It's not going to get better. Whether it's in the home or anywhere, when mama's leading, it's not going to get better. It's impossible. It can't get better. It's not going to get better. You can hang it up. America f- further divided. And you still think that the country coming back? Well, not the mayor. The, the uh, police chief is a female, not a black female, not the mayor. I don't know what color the mayor is, but a police chief is black. Can you imagine having a woman as a police chief? That doesn't even fit, right? Woman chief. Police department. That doesn't even sound right. On Friday, this is from Fox. On Friday, body cam footage of a police encounter was released by Memphis police. Five formal Memphis police officers have been fired and are being charged with second-degree murder. Aggressive, I mean, aggravated assault and other charges. Isn't that amazing? So why can't the blind people calm down and let these people go to the court and see what happens. Even though I don't, I don't trust the courts anymore. And we're going to get to all of your calls here in a minute, but we got to get this out there. I, I don't trust the courts, though. America is gone. And so to show you how... Blind the people are in, in my country today. They had protests across the country after these footage were released on Friday because the people are blind. They don't know why they're out there. Their egos just feel good about hooping and hollering and blaming police and blaming white people. They're just ego trip. That's all they're they're blind and can't see what they're doing. It's evil, but they're blind. This is from NPR. Mostly quote unquote peaceful protests held across the US after release of Nicholas footage. Watch this. Amazing. Black excellence at work. This is what black people do, and it's called black excellence. Black excellence at work. I'm so proud of the blacks. They're always setting such amazing examples of black excellence. 
What a sad way to live, right? And these people are being, so there's, there are the little politicians and the media above them using them for this. And guess who's making the money from it? The media, the politicians, the, the mamas and the papas who are saying the police is the fault to blame and blah, blah, blah. The people who are causing the destruction, the physical destruction out there, they, they, they get nothing from it but a good feeling for a moment. And then they go and relax until the next incident, the next call for another violent riot. And then their, their leaders are calling it peaceful because they know that these people are blind and they don't want to remind them that there's nothing peaceful about that. You're destroying other people's property, not even your own because you have nothing. And you, you're destroying other people's property for no reason. Zero reason. What a mess. And this is from Fox. Black people make up 65% of the population in Memphis. 65% of the population in Memphis. Do you ever want to live in Memphis? What the? Black people make up 65% of the population in Memphis. And black officers are 56% of the Memphis Police Department. Instead of it getting better, it's getting worse. Now do you see that wherever blacks go, they destroy? White people build and the blacks destroy. When the whites see the blacks coming, they take off because they know they are bringing in destruction. And the the blacks move into these nice areas built by the whites, and instead of adding to it and or keeping it going, making it better, they destroy it. I saw a report this morning about the water in Mississippi where that black man took over. The water situation is getting worse. People are fleeing Mississippi, that area down there, because they, they ain't got no water. The black man promised to bring a mess to them, and he's doing it. So anyway, according to Fox, black people make up 50, 65% of the population in Memphis, and black officers are 56% of the Memphis Police Department. The Memphis Police Chief is a woman by the name of Davis, and she's black. First name, Serlene. You know, Serlene. Isn't that a black name all the way? What the? And she's black. And yet they want to blame the failure of Memphis on the white people. You got to be a blind person or a people when you blame others for your faults. There's no one to blame but you. The blacks in Memphis, Tennessee have no one to blame but themselves. But they get away with blaming the white people, and then their talking heads go on the TV and online, and they blame the white people too. And, and, and the blacks who are being used, they don't say, well, how did the white how did they have anything to do with this? Everybody involved are black, and yet, you isn't that crazy? I told you that black people believe, the blacks believe that white people are superior to them. They really feel that way. They believe it, and that's why they destroy because, and they blame it on the whites because they think white people have such a hold on them. White people are so superior that even when they are not around, they are controlling the blacks. Black people truly believe that white people are superior to them. Otherwise, they wouldn't be saying it. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And they keep saying it, and they getting, they're getting worse because they truly believe that white people are superior to them. Knowing that the police officers all appear to be black to me, the boy involved was black, the police chief is black, 
everybody black. But that didn't stop them from calling this a case of white supremacy. Now, do you believe me when I say that the blacks believe that white people are superior to them? Do you believe me now? This is from Revolver. Congresswoman, so-called Congresswoman, Cory Bush, a Democrat from Missouri, decried Nicholas' death, stating that the nation need, the nation need to dismantle its racist policing system rooted in enslavement. She believed that white people superior to her. She believed it. Black people, I don't care what y'all say. Y'all believe white people superior to you. You don't believe in God. You believe you're superior to white people. This is from CNN. Some guy by the name of Van Jones said, the police who killed Nicholas were black, but they might still have been, but they might still have been driven by racism. Here's another man that believes white people are superior to him. Watch this. Do you believe this racial bias played a role in the officers' behaviors? Yeah, I, I do because, um, first of all, uh, uh, black people are at risk from police no matter what color. Uh, black, white, brown, you talk to African Americans, they'll tell you, um, it, it doesn't matter. There's this per- pervasive view from law enforcement that if you're black, you're dangerous. And I think some people think, oh, well, so a white police officer going after a black person, you understand the racial implications. The problem is uh, there are whole neighborhoods that in many cities are just considered by police departments kind of war zones and anything goes there. See, I told you, don't tell me that the blacks don't believe that the whites are superior to them. White people don't feel that way. They don't believe that because if they believed it, they wouldn't be on the run. If white people felt and believed that they were superior to the blacks, they wouldn't be giving up their cities and towns and communities and states. But in their whole country, the whites are on the run. If white people think that they're superior to the blacks, why are they running? Oh, white people don't think that. It's the blacks who believe that. Everybody black appears to be black in this situation, and they're still calling it white supremacy because that pays off for them. They get a lot of money, they get on TV, and they pretend to be the leaders of the blacks, and the blacks let them be the leaders. Even the men, even the average black man cannot function on his own. He need a leader. If it ain't some woman leading him, it's some so-called black male leader. And this really went down when, with the so-called civil rights movement. That's when the blacks really gave up their life to someone else, and they have not been able to get it back yet. It doesn't take but a minute of thinking, and they can be back in control, but they won't think. And their leaders don't give them time to think because thinking might set them free, and the leaders may end up on the welfare system. When I come back, your phone calls and super chats, 888-7753-7773, 888-77-JESSE, J-E-S-S-E, back in a moment.
Now, I totally disagree with the way things are going, but you can't be angry because that's what the enemy wants. He wants to control you. They do things to make you mad so they can control you. It's like being married. And the wife would do things to make you mad or she would do things to make you feel good. And men do that to women too when they want something from the woman, especially sex. They make her feel good or they'll make her angry. And the woman's gonna have to say, you don't want to be angry. You want to speak up. You want to disagree with what's going on. It's wrong, but do not be angry. Then you won't have fear. You won't have doubt. You won't have worries. You'll be able to see, but you got to stay away from anger. That's why you must forgive your mothers and your fathers so that you can overcome the spirit of anger. It's a spirit and it's wicked. Nothing good in anger because it has no love. You need love to defeat evil. Love is not a weakness. It's a strength. It's from God. It's His nature. Seven seven five three, seven seven three, eight eight eight, seven seven, Jesse J E S S E. Uh, the Hake report is coming up at nine a.m. this morning. The Hake H A K E report dot com. The Hake report dot com. And men's form this Thursday, this Thursday, believe it or not, it's the first Thursday of the month. That's my blower. A friend of mine bought this big calendar, and it shows all 12 months. And he said that he's going to check off every day and every month so he can keep up with the time because it seemed to be going by so fast. Isn't that amazing? So the hate report from 9 to 11, and then Thursday a.m. Pacific time, and then Thursday, the men's form at 7 p.m. And ladies, it's for you on the third Thursday, the ladies' form at 7 p.m., right? Pacific time. Check out Nick's stream from last Friday. Nick's stream. You can, uh, you can check them all out on YouTube there. Nick's stream, all right? Let me go to, and then we'll get to some super chats. Let me go to Jason out of Buffalo, New York. Jason, welcome to the show. You're on the air. Hey, what's up, man? I want to talk about the whole anger thing. Okay. Now, you said, like you said, when you have anger, say it is your dad, right? I'm sorry? Can you give me, like, the rundown of everything, what anger is? I don't know, like, everything. But I know what they like, say when you're angry, say your daddy, right? Jason, can you understand him? I said, like, so, like, can you give me, like, the, can you give me the rundown of what your ain't like with anger, like everything that's like wrong with having anger? Um, there, everything that you can think of is wrong with having anger. Everything. Yeah. So when the other day when Trump admitted that he was angry and stuff like that, what's your take on it? I didn't hear him say that, so I have no take on it. I mean, I could play it for you. No, I, I, I have. What did you think about it? It's not. It's not. Like, I mean, my question is for you. So you said like the whole. Like, I didn't hear him say it, so say it. So I I have no comment on it because I didn't hear. It. What What did you think of it when you heard him say he was angry? You heard him say he I was angry. Yeah, he said he like, he is very like he's very angry. I mean, like the whole like. And when he that said that, what did you think about it? Yeah, I mean, I thought about you first thing. Oh, you did. So I know, like that's. That was the first thing I thought about. Because uh, like, he's your idol. You, like, worship dude. He can't do, like, no wrong. You know, uh, he is my idol? Yeah, he is and, and I worship him, you say? Yeah. Where'd you get that from? 
you take on like his mannerisms and stuff like that. The way like you move, like, where did I where'd like, you get that from? That hold on, man. Let me see what he has to say today. Since you mentioned my idol. For every one new regulation, two old regulations must be eliminated. Nice. Like that is good. That, that, that that's a good idea to you. Right. So like let's make it something less safe is a good idea for you. I'm sorry? Making something that's what happened when you take away regulation. They that means people that means the companies don't have to do stuff to like keep people safe and they get to cut corners. It's like that's like a health risk. That is not a good idea. So you love you lo- you like regulations? I mean regulations save people. It's not that I like regulations. How does regulations save, save people? Like seatbelts. <laughs> Like so, if they didn't tell you to put on a seatbelt, you wouldn't be safe. I mean, that's like I mean, it's kind of like at your own discretion. But you remember before cars didn't have seatbelts in the car, right? I mean, and you, and you don't feel that you would be safe if if they didn't tell you to wear a seatbelt. I mean, just for the simple fact you got that option to wear a seatbelt or not. I and, mean, you, like, and if you choice, didn't have that option to wear a seatbelt, you would not feel safe. It would be more dangerous. It would, it would be more dangerous. So if you, didn't, be, if you didn't put on your seatbelt, it would be more dangerous for you? If there was no seatbelt in the car, it would be more dangerous. The it, regulation it would be dangerous it, for you. If there are, so for Jason out of Buffalo, New York, if you didn't have on your seatbelt, it would be more dangerous for you. Yes, and that's for like everybody. Uh, and so why, when I was growing up, all the way up to adulthood, we didn't have seatbelts. Why yeah, didn't why, why were we safer then than you are now with a seatbelt? Why? Because y'all cars were damn near indestructible back then. Huh? They were like metal. The cars, your cars back then were indestructible. Like damn near indestructible. They were a lot safer than the cars from today. So why don't they the do that day, rather than making you put on a seatbelt? Why don't they make strong cars like they did in those days? First of all, I called to ask you a question, and it's like you trying, like trying to divert from. Like, I told I you, I answered your question. I said I had no comment on right, so uh, what yeah, Trump yeah. said because I did not hear it at all. So I mean, I don't so, know so, what his, right? his meaning was when he said it or anything. But someone, hold on a minute, I just got a report in. Jason, I just got a report in the Garden Trump speech in New Hampshire on Saturday. We need a president who ready to hit the ground running on day one. And boy, am I hitting the ground. The media is saying he's not doing rallies. He's not campaigning. Maybe he's lost his step. Let me tell you, I am more angry now and I am more committed than I ever was. Amazing. Okay, now, now wait a minute. Now, so, so, so defend that. Defend your man. Defend your man. I can't defend it. I didn't hear him say it. You just ready. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, okay. All right, all right. So, you just ready. Word for word what he said. <laughs> right. You just quoted it. Now, what's your take on it? <laughs> it sounds like he's ready to hit the ground and make the country great again. What about the anger part? <laughs> He sounds like he's ready to hit the ground and make the court, make the country better again, great again. Now you don't ask it. Now you didn't answer the question. I am answering the question. You said you didn't. You didn't. You didn't mention the word angry at all. How is it beta? How is it double C? So him wanting to do something. So like, if he got anger, that means he got hate in his heart. <laughs> so he committed with the hate in his heart to change the country. He That's can say done. that. He can say, even though I don't know, I didn't hear him say it. He can say he, he was angry without being. Uh, evil, angry. He could be discerning, and just like remember when Jesus turned over the. But nobody, nobody remember when Jesus turned over the table in the temple. Remember that. And then you comparing Trump to Jesus. No, man, he, I'm not. Com- how you? I'm, yes, I'm you using that as an example. Remember when Jesus turned you on the. An t- example, then. That's, that's comparison. That is, you comparing Trump. James, to you're Jesus. not listening. Yes, I, I am. You are speaking over me. Jesus. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Stop whining like a beta. I mean, like a real female. You whining over me. Go ahead. Remember when Jesus turned over the table in the temple? 
And he and he had what they call righteous anger, which has no emotions at all. Maybe the great white hope meant no. that. Have you ever considered that? Now it's like, like, and you don't see how that is idol worship. You don't see that. You don't see how you are idol worshiping Trump. How am I idol to Jesus? How am I dude to Jesus? How am I idol worshiping him? You just compared him to Jesus. There was no other example that you could, <laughs> but to Jesus. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the only example that you gave me, Jesus. Did you want another <laughs> one? Yeah, I mean, if you can't, you got another one. Something that doesn't do like God and Jesus in order. <laughs> and what uh, an actual person, if it's actual, not, if it has nothing to do with God and His Son Jesus, then it's of the devil. Yeah, so you're trying to say so, like, so he get to be angry, and it doesn't mean nothing. It's like, okay, that's great anger. But anybody else has any anger or wants to be like anybody else is charged up and ready to do something to make a change and something like when you put in him, you put in with how Trump says, like how Trump uses it above everybody else. But that you don't see how that's idol worship. I gotta go, man. So I will let you like chill with that, and I will try to holler at you some time this week. All right, thanks for your call, yeah. Jason. Amazing call, thank you. Okay, I'm an amazing person. All amazing. right, <laughs> amazing. 888-775-3773. Super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Super chat. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? Walking on water. How are you? All is well. Good morning, Super Chatters. Good morning, Super Chatters. So, in all honesty, what did you think about that discussion we had at the fellowship yesterday when I said I finally understand why human beings uh, believe that their animals love them and they love their animals? (laughs) I I 100% agree. Do you really believe it or not? Uh, you, you won't get fired. <laughs> you can you can disagree and won't get fired. No, I really do. I I understand how when you compare it to how when we say we love in marriages or in relationships or with you know um, all the all those feelings, we just call it love. Yeah, and and yeah, and it's. It's interesting because when you can see that and you can really like start to separate it, you genuinely can start appreciating and loving the dog or whatever it is just for what it is. In the right way. In sure the right can. Way, instead of, you yeah. know, all the mess. But it's interesting to me is that all human beings, until they return to the Father, are in a fallen state. They, because they've been turned away from the Father. And in that fallen state, I don't care what their uh, issue is, they call it love they, because they feel that emotion and they think that that's love and it's not. It's amazing to see that. They can think they love a dog and that the dog loves them. Men and women can think that they love each other and they don't. Two, two men or two women... Or, or even a, a man or a woman that's committing, um, what you call that thing where you go around and shoot a whole bunch of people at the same time? Uh, serial killer. Yeah. <laughs> a mass shooting? Mass shooting. They, <laughs> they feel love from that. Yeah. They do. All, I didn't realize that until in that fallen state, everyone has the same emotions of feeling love, feeling hate, feeling fear, feeling doubt, feeling... And it's all the same thing. That's why they fight to protect their emotions. And they, you say, oh, that's not true. Yes, it is. I feel love. But it ain't love. And you got to be in a fallen state to think that an animal is loving you. Animals are, 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 are what's that word? They're like, that's all they can do. Yeah. They can't do anything but what they do. Yeah, and it was funny how you said how when we're in that lower level, we're just like the animal, yeah. but we can rise above in consciousness, and the animal just st- is supposed to just you know just stays there. It can't rise above, right? But it was funny how you said when we're in that lower level, we do everything to destroy the the animals in their uh, nature. 
They are doing, the people who are into the animals are doing exactly the same thing that mothers do to children. They destroy the children because they feel this fake love, which is hate. And they are trying to get everything they can out of those children, turn them away from their father. They spoil them. They impose on them. And so they're doing that with the animals by putting jackets and clothes and keeping them in the house and feeding them food. Whereas the animal was built by God to be outside and handle the outdoors life by his his jacket, his natural skin, changing according to the weather. And animals outside know how to find food for themselves. They eat up all the rats. They, they eat up the little bugs and things in the grass. And sometimes they eat grass. They're already prepared for everything. But because human beings are in a fallen state, and they get this false love and think they're giving love to the animal. They weaken the animals in the same way they weaken the children. And now all the rats are out everywhere because the animals are not outdoors getting the rats. All the, the, the mess is happening because human beings in their fallen state, calling it love, think that they love the animals and the animals love them. They'll weaken the animals in the same way they weak, weaken human beings, their children. Isn't that something? It is. And the same way we weaken one another in our dating one another, in our marriages. We do the same thing to human beings, one another. It's the same hatred, and they call it love. It's anger and not love. What a mess. Amazing. (laughs) Check out Yesterday Fellowship. It was amazing, folks. And you'll get more of what we talked about then. Super Chat. Yes. Let's start here from church. Steve Strack, with a very generous donation, the children of the lie hijack the word hatred. We can't let them hijack the word anger, disarm anger, it's evil. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And from Lin Yen Chin, 2017 JLP made it clear, we are never to apologize, it never helps, and is playing God. We are not responsible for the hate we were infused with as children. Apology is not forgiveness. It is cowardice. Amazing. How you, that's right. How are you going to apologize to the devil? Doesn't even make sense. Okay, devil, I'm sorry you made me do what I did. What the? Thank you. Amazing. And from R.H. R. Hernandez, no message. Thank you. Thank you, R.H. Hernandez. And Ryan ate you. No message. Thank you. Thank you. And from Mark Martin, brand new member. Thank you. Thank you, Mark Martin. And on DLive with a diamond from Evgeny Crosby, YouTube has hot sauce in its <laughs> corrupt purse. <laughs> they ain't playing with us this week. What the? Thank you. And from Stefan J. Davis with a very generous donation. Thank you. No message. Appreciate it. Thank you. And from Piotr Robel, happy Sunday for everyone. Staying with it, staying with it, staying with it is a blessing. Thank you for all for the best fellowship on this side of heaven. Thank you. And from Karen McCarthy, Jesse looked like uh, Dick Gregory of late. Where Dick Gregory now? I rest my case. Thank you. (laughs) And from Sean Klimmer, with a very generous donation, amazing. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. And from Mr. J, also with a very generous donation. Thank you. Hey, Jesse, how do you feel about one praying before a meal? I feel God knows your heart and knows you're thankful for all that's been provided, so it doesn't seem necessary. Just curious to hear from you. Wish you and the crew well. Thank you. Well, Jesus said during the Last Supper that when you eat and drink, eat and drink and remembers of me. <coughs> meaning, excuse me, meaning to when you eat and drink, you want to stay present. You want to stay aware and not be seduced by the food, not to go unconscious. So, when you get ready to eat, what I recommend, just take a moment 
the food is right there in front of you. Just look at it. Be aware. And then start eating. And while eating, stay aware rather than going unconscious with the, by the taste of the food and, and try to please your ego and, and whomever made the food ego. Be aware. And that way you will not be seduced by food. Then you, you won't get fat. You won't overeat. You won't, you know, all that kind of stuff. Stay present and you will overcome food. And you only eat it as needed. Isn't that amazing? So, the, and that's what, but the, the, the intellectual Bible thumpers, including the preachers and others, they have told you to pray out loud, pray this and thank mama and everybody for the food. That's not praying. That's praying to the devil. Just be aware. Stay present. Like you would with anything that you're trying to, that you want to overcome, no matter what it is. If you stay aware while be, while involved in the act or whatever it might be, you will overcome it. The awareness will cause you to overcome it. Really, it will, you will lose the appetite. But if you go unconscious, you just want more of it because it's all ego gratification. It's of the devil, not of God, and it's not you. Isn't that amazing? Thank you. Appreciate it. And from Chris, no message. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. And from Lin Yin Chin, there are no practical thoughts. There are just points of values or use that any thought can have. All of them are still just reference, reference points of bias, a.k.a. belief, not truth. All thoughts are lies. Well, there are practical thoughts. I mean, you, need a, you want to buy a house. So you start looking for a house. That's practical thought. You don't live by that. Um, you need to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You want to eat. Practical thought. Oh, what do I want to eat? So you decide, oh, I want to eat black-eyed peas. And once you've done that, there's no more thinking about it. Those are practical thoughts. That's what it means for So there are practical thoughts. You need that to live on this earth. But you don't live by that. You use it as a tool. When you're done with the tool, you put it down. Like when you're done with the hammer, right, from nailing in the nail into the wall, you don't need to hammer, hammer anymore for now, so you put it away. Those are practical thoughts. Thank you. And from Kohlberger Art, amazing Satan has access to all things in your mind and will make things important. Once that happens, you have lost the connection with God. In real time is where the magic happens, not in your mind. Amazing. Thank you. And one more from Lin Yin Chin. Sorry does not help. Be it in politics when the message tells you to apologize, when the masses tell you to apologize, or when you apologize to parents for the anger they taught you. Apology is not forgiveness. Poe Alex, he mummified in apology. Thank you. I don't quite understand what you said, but thank you. I appreciate it. And let's try to do one more real quick. From Gregory DeRosa with a very generous donation. I'm 100% cured, 100% better because I've been listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show. I can't even begin to tell you how much I appreciate you. Amazing. Thank you. Thanks for your help, your support. And we'll do the rest when we come back. Thank you all so much. Amazing. So we'll finish those when we come back. Also, the phone calls here. One line open at 888-775-3773. 888-77-JESSE. Hey, because coming over to hey. So here's what I recommend. I invite you to download my silent prayer. Um, I know some people have called in and they wonder if the silent prayer is working. And I just want to take a second and, and to tell them that it works. You just have to stick with it. Yeah. Um, that's the first thing I started doing before I even forgave my parents. And I was so depressed and suicidal at some times that 
I just would have to stop in the middle of my job or whatever I was doing and go into the silent prayer. And it, it really does help. Like, I don't have those anymore. Amazing. Um, you haven't seen anything yet. Doubt every thought. Bring every thought into captivity. Just let them all pass. Don't judge them. You haven't seen anything. It gets better and better and better and easier, easier, easier. So my gift to you, no charge, at rebuildingtheman.com slash church. Winter weather is happening now. Storms are coming in and riots and police reform are incoming and happening. Not black reform. And there's an invasion incoming as well. Ongoing, really. And the Chinese are on the move. This is the end of hour one of the Jesse Lee Peterson Show. It is Monday, January 30th, 2023 AD. Everybody loves Mondays. Stay tuned for hour two. Jesse Lee will be right back. But first, fake news, not fake news. Uh, storms uh, blowing through. Commie Nonsense Network CNN reports more than 25 million people in the United States are under winter weather alerts this morning, stretching from Tejas, Texas, to Illinois, Illinois, bringing the risk of heavy precipitation, that's rain, I think, and significant icing to the region. Quote, the interaction of an Arctic mass air and moisture will set the stage for an expansive area of dangerous travel conditions early in the week, according to the National Weather Service. That's what their warning was. The winter storm is also bringing dangerously cold air to some cities in the central U.S., that's the United States, with possible wind chills as low as 45 degrees below zero. 45 degrees, cold enough for ache. Oh, my gosh. It was 45, maybe 46 Uh, The coldest wind chills can cause frostbite in as little as 10 minutes. So watch out. Cover up. Showers are also forecast for parts of lower Mississippi, the beautiful south, Tennessee, and Ohio valleys, as well as parts of the northeast, the mid-Atlantic, and southeast today. Riot slash police reform, Common Nonsense Network CNN reports, protesters, also known as agitators, took to the streets across the United States over the weekend following the publication of that video footage showing the violent beating by Memphis police, police brutality, per CNN, no such thing, that led to the death of Tyre Nichols. Tyree is how it's pronounced, but it's spelled Tyre. A 29-year-old black, quote-unquote, man, Demonstrators marched through New York City, Atlanta, Boston, Baltimore, Los Angeles, all the worst cities, all the worst people. San Francisco, too, and Portland, of course, Antifa City, among other cities, raising signs bearing his name and calling for police reform. As the investigation investigation continues, questions are being raised over whether there could be additional charges for the five former police officers involved. The officers, who are also black, and they capitalize B in the word black, but they're kissing because they're kissing up to the blacks, have since been charged with murder and kidnapping in Nichols's death. Kidnapping. <laughs> well, wow, they're really reaching. The police unit they they were part of has also been disbanded. The Scorpion unit dealing with uh, harsh inner city violence, I think. Uh, officials, quote, need to clean the Department of Bad Apples. That's according to Democrat Representative Steve Cohen. Cohen. He told Commie Nonsense Network that they need to get intensive training and make sure de-escalation comes first. Tell that to the blacks, too. Anyway, invasion is ongoing. Commie Nonsense Network CNN reports more than 7,500 so-called migrants, I think illegals, invaders, from Cuba, Nicaragua, and Haiti have been approved to come into the United States under a program set up by the Sleepy Joe Biden administration, meaning Obama. Obama administration left over earlier this month. Administration officials touting the program is contributing to a drop in crossings at the U.S.-Mexico border. How does that work out? Democrat allies, meaning commies, and immigrant advocates, however, are sharing mixed reviews. Many welcome a pathway for migrants, but have criticized the expansion of Title 42. That's the health authority from by which we can turn away illegal invaders. 20 states have also argued in a lawsuit that the administration didn't go through with a notice and comment rulemaking process before instituting the rule. As a result, states are asking the courts to block the program. 
China is back in business. Call me Nonsense Network, CNN reports, 226 million. That's how many domestic trips China saw during the Lunar New Year holiday. That's also known as Chinese New Year. That's what state media reported. A 74% surge from last year after the government lifted all travel curbs under their now-abandoned zero-COVID policy. That's their communist shutdowns in the name of the China virus. I'm James Hake. Now back to Jesse Lee Peterson, Hour 2. Nick and Hassan making it happen. An excellent Jesse Lee Peterson show. The Hake Report is coming right up next, guys. TheHakeReport.com.